The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Storyline. I'm your host, Nick Eatman, joined by no one. Not yet, at least. Jonathan Hankins is going to join us here in a little bit. And as always, I've got my awesome producer, Chris Beam, running the show back here. But I've got you guys, got the fans, got great questions. I know I got a lot of them lined up. We're going to answer those later on. Uh, in the show, uh, I will answer one here in this first one. Uh, I'll, I'll get started with that in just a second uh, because it's, it hits with what we talk about here when we start off Cowboy Storyline. It is the storylines. What are the storylines? What is happening? And there was some few things happening here today at practice. Some injuries. Um, injuries starting to pile up a little bit. Hopefully nothing severe as it stands right now as we do this. Uh, Mozzie Smith uh, had an MRI, it sounds like, on his knee. Did not practice today. Cowboys wanted to check that out. Hopefully they get good news there. Tyler Biotish, center, he rolled his ankle in the middle of practice. He walked off, walked into the medical tent, uh, came back, did a few things, but not, not a lot. They, uh, they, they, I think they held him out for the last part of practice. I, I was I saw him actually walking around a little bit. I I think I think he's okay. Doctor Nick here don't know. Uh, would hate to, to assume, but it seemed like he was probably all right. Uh, Wanye Thomas left practice and went to the tent, came back, returned. David Durden. This guy's making some plays now. He's a rookie, uh, free agent from West Florida. He had he's a former baseball player. I think he's. 25 years old, 24 years old rookie, but he's played in the Red Sox uh, minor league system for a couple years, I believe. And uh, he he had a phenomenal catch that he got banged up on. Um, they, they checked him out. He didn't return to practice. Not going to say it's concussion-like symptoms. Don't want to jump the gun on that, but you know he, he, he was banged up pretty good. But it was a heck of a catch, and it had a lot of his teammates running and jumping and it was like an and one mixtape. We you know when someone dunks and the whole crowd goes nuts. That's what that was like there, David Dern. He has a couple of other diving catches. He's got really, really good hands. Um, so some injuries uh, here for the for the Cowboys. Uh, we'll see if if they're if they're worse. The one to watch is certainly Mozzie Smith. That's the one we've got to keep an eye on there. Uh, Tony Pollard is expected back Tuesday. This is today. Expected back in Oxnard uh, for tomorrow's walk through practice whatever he's had he's left the last couple days had some personal issues to take care of um personal matter he should be back what this is doing is just opened up the 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 game they opened up the backup runners malik davis um rico dowell deuce vaughn they're getting a lot of carries here hunter lipke's getting some carries because pollard has been out and ronald jones suffered a groin injury so he's been out um so that's kind of where we stand there and if you're if you're just keeping score at home, maybe Zach Martin is actually keeping score because he is home, and his score right now is looks like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in fines. Not good at math, but we counted fifteen days now that he has not reported to camp. Times fifty grand, seven hundred and fifty thousand, three quarters of a million dollars. 
Hope he's making his point. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. I love Zach Martin. I really do. I do not understand that. That's tough. But hopefully it's going to end well for him. It's hard when you're 7 750 down, 750k down. So what's happening? Josh Ball's playing a lot at right uh, uh, guard and one of the things that Mike McCarthy said in his press conference today was that he has made the transition. He basically called Josh Ball a guard. He said he bends very, very, very well for a guy that's 6'8". That's always been my, my thing about him playing guard is just, can he get low enough? Can he have leverage? Um, and, and so far he's done a pretty good job with that. And, you know, when you go up against Mozzie, you go up against Hankins, you go up against Osa, you're going up against some pretty good D tackles, you're going to get tested fairly well there. So I want to see it in a game like, like, uh, like everyone does. But that's one thing to keep an eye on. Josh Ball has continued to get a lot of work there at right guard. It looks like he's made that transition, but I doubt he's going to play He's, he could play well, but it's going to have to be really, really, really well for anyone to be missing, or not missing, sorry, uh, Zach Martin. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to be joined by Jonathan Hankins. Big Hank will come up to the set. We'll be right back here on Cowboy Storyline. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back to Cowboys Storyline, and as promised, I told you we could get him in here. Big Jonathan Hankins is yes. with us. This is the first time I've actually got a chance to interview you, man. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, thank you, thanks for having me. So this is being out here. This is your, this is your second year with the Cowboys, but first training camp, right? First training Cowboys. camp, yeah. You like being in California, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you can't beat this weather. Can't beat this area where we at, and um, obviously. 
it ain't burning, burning, but it's, it's a little toasty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And we, yeah, well, I'm glad we could get you in the shade. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. No, but um, sometimes on those morning practices, mm-hmm. it works out better. But these, you know, they kept you out there for a while here today. <sighs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, you know, it's just training camp. You know, we're trying to get our reps in, you know, work the technique. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's a grind in camp, but uh, just working to get better every snap, every play. What what was it about? I mean, you you this is what eleventh year I think for you. Yeah, Le- eleven. Eleven years. That's yeah, awesome. That's and, dope. Uh, and and moved around a little bit. Giants, uh, Raiders, yep. uh, Colts for a year. Yeah. What was it about the Cowboys that you were like, I'm going to come back? Not only come back for eleventh year, but come back here. Man, really, just the guys and uh, the D line room. You know, all of us, you know, the whole team, just the atmosphere, the coaching staff, uh, the organization. You know, I haven't been, you know, to a few few teams and you know been a part of some good teams but you know coming into uh you know Dallas last year you know a winning team and just seeing how everything was run how the players engage with one another and just the passion for it and then you know DQ and our D-line coach you know it, it just made it a lot easier to want to play for those guys and it put me in a situation where I can actually thrive and you know show uh you know people out there I can still ball. You know, other positions, receivers, tight ends, mm-hmm. corners, they draft a first-round pick at that position. And they yeah. get a little salty about it. Like, uh-huh. oh, what did they say about me? I have a feeling you weren't you weren't salty at all with, with that uh, getting Mozzie's pick. I did not mind. Honestly, I was actually happy. Uh, I was a little surprised because, you know, obviously I'm an Ohio State guy, and he's a Michigan guy. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I didn't really hear too much about this guy. But once I went and, you know, checked him out and watched him and then, you know, seeing him in person, I said, yeah, they got something special. So um, I don't really think, you know, me and him in the middle, whoever the rotation may be, we ain't got to worry, worry about too much. But uh, Bruz is definitely, you know, a, a good selection that they made. Well, back in the day, I think your second, third, fourth year when you were with the Giants. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't even know his name. You got to bring that I, back I, up. I don't even know his name, honestly, because they just called him Snacks. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, that's right. Damian Harris. Snacks. Yep. Big Snacks. And you two together. I mean, because that was Dak's rookie year, rookie year, and they lost the first game. They won 11 in a row, lost the next, and they lost to you guys both times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was something about that middle there. I don't think Zeke loved running right right through the middle. But but the combination of two guys, like you said, two mm-hmm. really strong guys, what can that bring this, this oh, defense? Oh, man, it could bring a lot to this defense, especially on first and second down, you know, putting offenses in situations they don't want to be in and uh, where we are actually comfortable at and thriving at. So anything second and long or, you know, third and 15 or second and 15, we got another group of guys that's ready to come in and, you know, destroy these quarterbacks and running backs. So it kind of plays into our hand, and that's, that's what we're trying to do this year. I, I, we Fans are typically really smart of what's going on with, mm-hmm. the, with all positions, but – I think sometimes they kind of forget defensive tackles aren't supposed to get a ton of sacks. You yeah. know, a, a, a three or four sacks is a good season. But your yeah. second year, seven sacks. Yeah. What were you doing? I mean, what what was going on there? Man, really just just listening to the older guys and just going out there and play. You know, at the time we had JPP, Justin Tuck, and, I, you know, I had some, you know, Cullen Jenkins, oh, Manville yeah. Joseph. So I had some, some veterans around me that gave me the, the confidence to go out there and be myself and, you know, show that just because we run stoppers don't mean we can't uh, get to the quarterback or affect them. And, uh, you know, I, I just put it all there out on the table, you know. Awesome. Well, I've got some questions here from the fans, and mm-hmm. one of them, they're going to go right in. This is from Ernie. Going right in. Going right in. 
Ask him if he's stronger than Mozzie Smith. No, nowhere <laughs> close to stronger than that guy. No. Like here, I, when it comes to the weight room, I am not strong. But you put me on the field, yeah. You know, football position, good technique. Yeah, I can I can outstrength anybody in front of me. What What have you seen play out here, or even in the weight room? What have you seen from Mozzie that you're like, oh, this boy? Oh, this guy warming up with three fifteen. It's warming that, up. That's usually like my inset when I'm <laughs> I'm done with my workout. So. That right there just shows you how strong and powerful this guy is. Yeah. All right, let's go to some other questions here. This one is from uh, William Houchins. He said, I love Big Hank. Been waiting on uh, him for uh, a player like this on this team for years. My question is if you can ask him, what's the most important attribute of being able to hold up at the point attack, size, strength, or maybe technique? Technique and having good bend in the knees and just understanding, uh, you know, what kind of blocks you're getting and then, just going out there and balling, you know what I mean? You can't really think too much when you're inside in the middle, especially when you're getting double teamed a lot. But just going out there and playing, you know, I've been doing this for 11 years now. I can pretty much close my eyes and play a block. So, Dave from South Texas, who's your least favorite lineman to go up in, against the camp and why? He's probably uh, not here, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't really... You know, last year in practice going against that guy, it's a handful. But um, surprisingly, Tyron Smith, man. You know, sometimes when I get in a two-hour, sometimes three technique, and you get a down block from that guy, that's like a yeah, a steel brick hitting you at times. So, you know, I try to stay away from him. I feel like, you know, everyone wants to have the left tackle of the future. I've said it several times. Mm-hmm. I think he's a left guard because I think you got to protect the middle, especially with your quarterback and yeah. need to run the ball. You feel like he's a guard tackle, or he's just a baller? He's just whatever. Who's it? Who you? Tyler, Tyler Smith. Oh man, he's just a baller, man. When you getting guys like that to be able to play inside and out, both sides, both tackles, that that's a, that guy's athletic. You know, what I mean, yeah. not just an offensive lineman, he's athletic as well. But um, it was nice not seeing him today too as well. <laughs> Well, Jake Benoist, this says, do you remember battling anyone as badass as Zach Martin? So I'll just kind of change it. What, what, who is the best, Man, best go, interior lineman you've that, ever faced? When I was with the Giants, when it was uh, Frederick, who was the center? Travis Frederick was Travis the center. Travis Frederick. I had um, Leary, maybe? Leary. And just that whole Zach, offensive yeah. line back yeah. in the, you know, when I was playing back in the day. It was it was war out there, that man. Was, yeah. it, it wasn't no cupcake game for neither one of our <laughs> sides. So I'll probably say Dallas. All right, Dallas. That's yep. good. That's what they're obviously trying mm-hmm. to trying to get back here. All yeah. right. So what does year eleven? What does a preseason type thing look like for you? Do you need some some reps? Do you want some? Or would you rather just say I'll, I'll go up against the Giants? Well, sure. If they if they want me to go get some reps, I go get them. You know yeah. what I mean? I would never turn on any reps, especially if the coach tells me to go out there and get them. Uh, but obviously in practice, I'm getting a ton of reps, um, getting a lot of snaps. So, But, you know, this being year 11, you know, most guys won't want to play. But uh, thankfully we got a lot of good depth, a lot of young guys that need to actually get the reps and show, you know, what they can do. So, so either, either call, it don't matter. No all right. Way. So from, I'm going to translate. Yeah. If you want me to play, I'll play. But if, if, you, if it's helmet or sunflower <laughs> seeds, I'm taking the sunflower hey, all, seeds. All the time, all the time. <laughs> All right, number 11, yep. he seems pretty good out there, rushing the passer, rushing left side, right side, up the middle. When you have a guy that's as dominant as him, this will be our last one, when you have mm-hmm. a guy dominant as him that can play so many things, how how, how does that change what you guys do? How exciting is it? Bro, it, it literally makes it makes it easy for everybody else. And um, he, my man is a, you know, Mike is a generation, like, 
I still get like memorized of watching him practice over really? pass rushing, just because he could be a linebacker. He can rush from the outside. He can rush from the three. He can rush from off the ball in front of the center. He can rush on top of the center. And he's not that big of a guy, right. but he's so explosive, so fast, so good with his hands. And this is year three for him. Yeah. Like, I had never seen nothing like it, man. Like, I, I, don't, I, I can't really – I don't know if you can compare him to You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, they try to compare him to Lawrence Taylor. That's before your time, but I'm sure well, you've heard a lot about him when you were at the Giants. No, for sure. I, I would definitely respect Lawrence Taylor, but in this generation, in Micah's time, He's by far one of the best defensive linemen I've ever seen. Awesome. Man. He's seen a lot. This is like we said, year 11. All right. We're getting the, we're getting the wrap-up sign, okay. so we, we got to go. You've had a long practice. It's time to, yes. to get yes. get back into the locker room. All right, Jonathan Hankins, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. It's All been right. good. We'll be right back to answer more fan questions on Cowboy Storyline. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back, Cowboys Storylines. I'm Nick Eatman. Really want to thank Jonathan Hankins for stopping by. He's a fun guy. Big old, big old strong guy. Drives a really cool car, too. He didn't want me to talk about it, but it's pretty cool. Drives it here in the parking lot. Um, got, some, got some swag to him for, for a, a big guy. And that's funny how he said that about it. I think most veterans feel that way about preseason. Like, yeah, I'm going to play. I'm a football player. I'll play if you want me to. But do you really want me to? Preseason. Got to get ready for that week one game against the Giants. You know he'll be chomping at the bit for that one, having started his career with the Giants and uh, played the first four seasons there. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about the defensive tackle position. Uh, we have a, a question here from Brett Bender. 
says, Nick, what are your thoughts on the defensive tackle position in Dallas? Any chance Bohanna or Gallimore make a bigger impact this season? They're going to have their work cut out for them. There's no doubt about it because when you draft a player first round like they did in Mozzie Smith, first time in, I think, 32 years since Russell, Maryland, that you drafted a, a first rounder. Now, of course, he went one overall, but still – uh, it's not a position you typically do. You tip, you don't address it that early, but the Cowboys did this year. He's obviously making it. He's going to have a big impact. I think Oso Digizua is going to have a, a, a nice role in the middle as well. And then, of course, the guy we just interviewed, Hankins, uh, they've re-signed him, and, and he's going to have a prominent role uh, as well. So then past that, and then you start wondering where some of these other guys will fit. And Neville Gallimore is in that is in that boat. So is Bohanna. So is Chauncey Golston. So I I think they've got depth. I think that they've got trade potential there. If 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 there is something that they need right before the end of uh, preseason and, and training camp, I could see that happen. I could see the Cowboys maybe trying to trade somebody um, that that's just not going to make the team. Uh, I've said it before. You've got draft picks at defensive tackle that are going to be fighting for spots, and that's that's Gallimore, that's Bohanna, that's Golston. Um, I know I'm missing a tackle in there. Somebody else that that uh, is is you know I know Isaac uh, Alarcon's in there. He's not probably ready to make the team. Uh, practice squad would be uh, you know his best thing because he's starting over. He's starting over playing defensive tackle. Um, so his best bet, I would think, would be would be practice squad. So to say they've got some talent, I think Mozzie and Hankins, that's going to be very very strong. Osa, I mean that that that's a really good set of defensive tackles there in the middle, and then you also factor in all those pass rushers they have on third and long. Tank slides inside. Sometimes Dorrance can slide inside. So you're going to have guys rushing the passer front from the inside uh, as well. All right. Mike Gray, I think he's from Apopka, Florida. He's one of the old old school listeners. He's, he's one of the OGs of uh, DallasCowboys.com radio. He says, with the additions of Hankins, Gilmore, Cooks, guys that have actually won Super Bowls and the impact they have made off the field in the locker room, do you think it will change Stephen Jones' approach in the future when it comes to adding veteran players? Let's see what happens on the field. I mean, right now, they seem to be good additions. Let's see if Gilmore, if Gilmore goes and has six interceptions and he's a great player and he helps Diggs even more, then, yeah, that, that's a great move. Same with Cooks. He's had 1,000 yards uh, five different places. Um, let's see if he can do it again. I mean, he, well, there's no reason why he shouldn't. Um, I don't think they, they will say – I don't think Steven would say that they're changing their approach. I, I think that it worked for this time. And they found situations that worked. Remember, they had a, a few more picks that they were able to part with, compensatory picks that they were they were okay doing that. So um, I don't think they're changing their philosophy, but I do think that that if it works, I think you'll you'll definitely uh, look to do it again, case by case scenarios. All right, Joe Simpson. He says, I'm truly worried about the Cowboys O-line. Do you consider it a potential Achilles heel of this team? Offensive line is always the Achilles heel of the team, potentially. Because if you can't block, you can't do anything. You can't run, you can't throw, you can't catch, you can't do anything. So if you get an injury or three at the offensive line, 
yeah, it, it potentially could be a problem. Or, you know, like we said earlier in the show, if Zach Martin just continues to hold out, just give money to charity, um, which is what he's doing right now. But, you know, with him not out there, then you wonder what else is going, what, what other guys are going to slide into this mix. I think that it'll, get, it'll be fine uh, eventually because I do think they have some talent. Um, it's going to take a lot of injuries. It's going to take a, um, an injury, you know, to Tyron and then, and then the backup. Or, or maybe another guy knock on wood. But, but I, I just think, bless you, strong, strong sneeze up there in the, in the gallery. Um, I think that the offensive line is, is in good shape right now, but it all it takes is two or three injuries at, at any point. And that it could be on the rails at, at that point. So I, I'm not truly worried about it. Um, we haven't played any games, though. I want to see what Matt Willetsko can do. I want to see um, what Josh Ball, as we talked about him earlier, I want to see him, these guys in games. Um, and, I, you know, you also want to see, see um, Tyron Smith and how he can just, if he can stay healthy. He really hasn't been able to do it last five years. This year it's a little different. His contract is different. Uh, he's making about a million dollars a game. So I bet you he'll he'll make sure that he's out there the, the, the best that he can be, and he's always been that type of guy. All right, Daniel Vega. He said, who's been the biggest camp surprise so far? Well, Daniel I'm not going to give you 10 because there is going to be an article on our website of the uh, 10 uh, camp surprises. Um, and, and I think the spirit of this question is which player has been the biggest surprise. It's not the biggest surprise to me. Any player doing well, the biggest surprise is that Zach Martin's not here. That's the biggest surprise. The biggest player, though, is, I mean, it's Jalen Brooks, 83. He's unbelievable. He has been phenomenal, not just for a seventh-round pick, and not for a seventh-round pick who didn't catch any passes at South Carolina. He has been phenomenal if you just look at the tape and go, who's this guy? Oh, he's our second-round pick out of Virginia. Oh, he looks great. Well, he's the seventh-round pick out of South Carolina. He looks great. He had a catch today, today's practice, in the back of the end zone. It was a 50-yard bomb from Dak. Can't remember the corner that was trying to cover. It was not Diggs. It was... I don't remember, but he does go up against. Now he's in the rotation. He's going up against some of these top corners, but he had had great separation. Did not look like he was going to catch up to this pass in the back of the end zone. He makes a diving catch for what would be a touchdown. Rolls does a somersault, gets up. This, you know, you you you're kind of waiting for the for the bottom to drop here. I mean, have a bad day, hit a rookie wall, show us why you went in the seventh round. Not seeing it. Jalen Brooks has been really good. I think he's I think he's been the third best receiver here. I'm not saying he is the third best receiver. I think he has been the third best receiver. I think Cooks and and, and C D have been outstanding. I think this guy's been right there. Sometimes it's easy to say that when your expectations are low. All right. Ken will win is the name of this one. Ken will win. He says do you think Micah will be more prone to some offside penalties? Teams trying to draw him offsides. What's the over/under there? I'll take one a game for a sack. Demarcus Ware used to do it all the time. 
Flozell Adams led the league in false start penalties, but nobody was really getting around him. DeMarcus got 20 sacks one year. I think he got almost, he got like 15 uh, offside penalties. It happens. It happens. Um, it's not an excuse. It's not say, oh, you know, don't worry about it. But if 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 he's if he's getting if he can stay somewhat disciplined, it happens every now and again. That's fine. For the most part, though, get after the quarterback. Get after the quarterback, and if that's what they're having to do to try to draw you off sides, as long as it's not all the way down the field and create a drive for someone, you know, have some discipline. But for the most part, I'm not too worried about a five yard sack if if he's getting a strip strip sack force fumble a few plays later. All right, Patrick from Houston. He says, should the Cowboys have drafted a kicker in each of the last two years? Sure. I mean, where? Where? I mean, right now it looks like the Cowboys' comfort level of taking kickers is fifth, sixth, seventh round. Uh, and there was two good ones this year. They both went, what, third, fourth round? They went they went higher than what the Cowboys are comfortable doing. Um, that's just the way it is. Should they be? Should they have a little bit more? You know, uh, presence there. Should should they should they say, man, we, we got to get a kicker way earlier than this. A little bit more urgency. Sure, sure, I'm fine with that. I know this isn't fantasy football, but that's the way I do it. And when I'm drafted in fantasy football, I want to get I want to get the best guy at this position. So I'm usually the first one to take the kicker or the defense or the tight end, which that's that's different now with Kelsey. At tight end, he's in a first round. But but back in the day, you know, you, you waited a little bit. And I say all this to say, me personally, because kickers matter so much, I'm taking a kicker a little bit earlier than most teams. If I if there's one that I'm like, this guy is really really great, or has the potential to be great. So, Cowboys really aren't there just yet. All right, um, Scott from uh, New Jersey. What rookie is going to crush it this year? Which draft pick? I mean, you know, Mozzie Smith, he's the first-round pick, but I don't see him – I don't see him making, like, a huge splash. It is hard to make a splash at that position. It doesn't mean that you can't solidify the run, but it's going to be hard to just come in and just be a difference maker at that position. I think the guy that that has a chance to do it the most is probably overshown from third-round – Linebacker from Texas, he he could play all over the field. Of course, Jalen Brooks looks great. Deuce Vaughn, I mean that's going to be fun to watch. And then you know Eric Scott Jr. He's 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 a really good corner too. So they got a lot of options. I think Deuce Deuce will will probably have the most wild plays uh, this year. All right, well, that's that's it for my questions here. That's it for for this show. It's been fun. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, we want to thank him for coming by and uh, also thank Chris Beam for running around and getting this set up. And he's, I mean, Chris Beam, I'm telling you, if I don't know him, he could be in the NASCAR pit crew because not only does he know how to get things done, he can do it like in 15 seconds, you know? Like, I need to switch this out for this camera. I go. I mean, that's what he does. He's like MacGyver. Love him. He's the best. And he's beating in the sun right now. So, all right, let's get out of here. It's been a great, great show. Looking forward to tomorrow's show. Looking forward to tomorrow's show. For next time, this has been Cowboys Storyline. Peace. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!